Welcome to In Search of the Great America, a virtual road trip to the biggest city and a small town in each state of the Union. 100 guests will be invited to define their great America, past, present, and future. I'm your host, Laura Milkins, and I really want to know, what's your great America? Hello, and welcome to In Search of the Great America. Today we have with us in the studio, John Jones. He's a husband, brother, friend, and petter slash feeder of two shelter dogs. He's also a musician and media content producer in Las Vegas. Hello, John. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Laura. It's great to be here with you. Where did you grow up and what was it like? I grew up in Des Moines, Iowa. So I'm a Midwest boy. And I was very fortunate to grow up in a pretty modest home. My parents taught and demonstrated unconditional love. So early on, I learned the values of self-respect, as well as respect and consideration for others. And I think that's so important. My father was a plumber by trade, and he provided for our family the best he could, of course, at the time. We all had what we needed. We were never hungry. And I was protected as the youngest child. I have three older sisters, and I had a very doting mother. So I was raised as the baby of the family, and that's something that I use to my advantage even today. I have a close relationship with my sisters, and we're fortunate to see each other now virtually, of course, but before the pandemic, we were together once or twice a year when we get together and have a little sibling family reunion. But I never let go of that. I'm always the baby (laughs) of the family. My mom was a professional artist and a teacher of art, as are you. So I think that's a wonderful association there. In the early 60s, it was a simpler time. I think I had a natural inclination at a very young age to learn how to play the piano. In doing that, I learned how to be an entertainer from a very young age. And it still translates to pretty much almost everything I do today. Des Moines was what I would consider a typical Midwest Iowa town. It was and still is the capital of Iowa. I don't know what the population would have been at the time. Under a million, I suppose, right? It was fairly easy. As I recall, I was a typical kid and played with other typical kids around the neighborhood. Of course, we played armies. We rode bicycles. I had a newspaper route, so I rode a bicycle all over. I remember being in the snow in the middle of winter, pulling a sled behind me with a bag of newspapers. That was an endearing time. Was there a time in history you thought America was great, and why? Well, I guess it depends on what makes something great. If economic prosperity is what we're using as a gauge, then I suppose the period after the Second World War would be considered one of the most optimistic times in America's history, certainly for the economy. My parents and their friends likely considered that to be a a great time. That was before my time, so I didn't know it personally. One of my greatest times in my life would have been in the early 2000s. In 2002, I made a conscientious decision to let go of some of the behaviors in my life that no longer served my best interests. And 
I decided at that time to become fully present. So I gave up a bunch of stuff that was not good for me. It took a few years for me to get clear about it, but it started me on a path of self-awareness that I consider one of the greatest times to be alive for myself. And it continues to this day. The turn of the century seemed hopeful for a lot of people. It also was a period that there would have been a good number of people that looked at that with a little bit of fear and trepidation, not knowing what was going to happen when the computers all turned into 2000. So I tried not to look at it that way. I think at the, at the time in my life, it was a period of rebirth for me. I think throughout America's history, there have been those type of opportunities to rebirth into something new that needed to come through. What's great about America now for you? Great about America now for me would be opportunities to break away from what we would consider normal or what I would consider normal. I think in the last several years, the previous presidential administration provided opportunities to consider other people's feelings and perceptions. I have learned at this point in time to become grateful for almost everything that comes into my life because it provides a learning experience. So if we're going to be grateful for stuff that we think is really good and prosperous and abundant and healthy in our lives, then I think it's important to be grateful for the other stuff as well, because they can be teaching and learning experiences and periods of growth and all of that kind of stuff. So to me, optimism is better than pessimism. And I like to think that way. For me, this has been a period of, of time for reinvention. We mentioned earlier that I am a musician. I've been a musician and an entertainer by trade almost all of my life. And now, of course, there are few and far opportunities to do that work. So I've had to reinvent myself and try to learn new skills and new things and, and look at look at things in a different way, one of which is talking to you here on, on our podcast today. Here's a perfect opportunity to say, look, here's something great that happens out of something that looks like a fear and trepidation and all of that kind of negative stuff. But realistically, it's just an opportunity for growth. And I wouldn't have met you otherwise. And I'm so grateful for that. Normal for a musician in my perspective or in my situation here in Las Vegas was to be able to make a living as a professional musician. And I would perform in a number of different venues or situations throughout any given week. I could play a club, a nightclub, or a lounge. I could play in a show. I've played in piano bars most of my life. I have a business that provides music for wedding services, so I do that every once in a while, and that's still going on, although those are kind of few and far between as well these days. So now I need to create an income from doing something else because I'm no longer able to play music. So I started to look at the opportunities that might be available in creating content. So I've become a social media manager for a company. What does your great America look like in the future? 
That's a great question. A great America in the future, to me, looks like one that would truly practice the principles that would have been set forth early on in our country. Principles that would apply to all people. So regardless of skin color or where they were born or what God they believe in. When I was thinking about this question before, something that comes to mind is the idea and the principles of, uh, such as the preamble to the Constitution. And it says, we the people of the United States, so that, that should be everybody. In order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, and provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity. It doesn't mean, ah, uh, just you guys over here are going to get that, or just you guys over there are going to get this, and everybody else is just going to have to fend for themselves or do what, they'll, do what they need to do for themselves. It means everybody. So a great America in my future would look like that. It would look like we, all the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, in order to consistently or, or constantly strive to make something more perfect. It doesn't mean it always is, but if we work continuously for it together as one, instead of as whatever that denomination is or whatever that political affiliation is or, or anything like that. It's got to be as one, in my estimation. Then we would do those things. We would certainly promote the general welfare and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity for all people. And that's kind of where it's at for me. Who are we when we are our best? When we are at our best, we are compassionate, loving, respectful, firstly, of ourselves and then of others, and then ultimately to the planet, which we are given as a home. I think when we are at our best, we are able to see that in order to thrive, we have to release this notion of duality of us and them, you and me. It's just one human race. That's all there is. When we are at our best, we are compassionate as individuals. We are loving as a nation. We are respectful as the human race. And in order to keep everything going <laughs> in order to survive, I think it's important to realize those principles and to adhere to them. So it starts within. If you love yourself in a healthy, unconditional manner, you start to love your family, your tribe, your clan, your group, the people that you're around. And ultimately, you start to love everybody else on the planet. That's where it's got to go if we're going to survive. The perspective of walking a mile in someone else's shoes is an incredibly important adage. If you can look at someone else with the perception that that's just you in another temporary existence, 
right then, right there, you begin to raise the consciousness, not only of yourself, but of the entire planet. And that, to me, is when we are at our best. Well, John, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure to have you on the show. Laura, thank you so much for the opportunity. It's been great to be with you and your listeners. Thank you for listening to In Search of the Great America. Today's episode had music by Valentin Sochnitsky. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing to the podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud. For show notes and more information on the podcast, please visit our website, greatamericaproject.com. Thank you.